0: Hello guys! Welcome to this podcast episode. I hope you all are doing great. Today, we are going to briefly summarize our first chapter of grade 10 science. That is, Chemical Reactions and Equations. Before starting, let me tell you that we are going to discuss this chapter in about 2-3 to three episodes. So, please do listen all the episodes so you can have a detailed idea about the chapter. Great! So, just sit back, plug in your headphones and let's get our hands dirty with this chapter. So first of all, let's start from the start. So when I recite the name of our chapter chemical reactions and equations, we need to highlight and understand some of the terms or words. And those terms are chemical reactions and equations. Before understanding the term chemical and equation, first let's see what are reactions. In nature, when a reaction takes place, we observe a change. That might be at the molecular, atomic or even at the physical appearance of the substance. So what I mean to say is reactions are nothing but changes which are occurring. Okay. so if you are primarily interested in science then you may have surely noticed that there is a classification in almost everything. In the same way, reactions are also classified into three main types. The physical reaction, the chemical reaction and the radioactive reaction. First, let's understand what are physical reactions. Let's assume that I hypothetically have a two-dimensional paper and I just crushed it. Then you will find that the paper resembles the shape of a sphere, which indeed is a three-dimensional object. So thereby, we observe here that the physical appearance of the paper has changed. That's the reason we say that it's the physical change, so you can have multiple examples of it on the tip of your tongue. Great. Now to understand radioactive changes, let me ask you a simple question. Can you take off an electron from the structure of an atom? You'll say so easy peasy because a valence electron can easily be taken off from the atom. But if I ask you can you break down the nucleus or can you differentiate between the proton and neutron? While this was a quite impossible task till the 20th century, but our scientists did that too. In fact, breaking down a particular thing is into simpler parts or simpler substances is itself a reaction. And when the nucleus is broken down, there is a devastating radioactive change. Hence, we can plot some elements in our periodic table with a special radioactivity symbol. So, that was a quite simple and like brief explanation about physical and radioactive reactions. Now, let's understand the reaction with which we are concerned, the chemical reaction. So, first of all, I'll just give you two to three statements. We'll combine those statements and make a full-fledged definition of chemical reactions. So, statement number one, the reactions where chemical change occurs are chemical reactions. And statement number two, In a chemical reaction, a completely new substance is formed. Now, after understanding these statements, we have a perfect definition as the process in which one or more than one substances react with each other to form a completely new substance with new chemical identities and properties is called a chemical reaction. For example, let's say when I combine some chemicals, uh, let's say I have magnesium and oxygen. I get a completely new substance that is magnesium oxide which has surely the new chemical properties and identity great now if you are connected with my words then you might have noticed that we also understood the meaning of chemical while understanding the meaning of chemical reactions so thereby we end with understanding chemical physical and radioactive reactions now let's get what are equations Have you ever noticed that why this druggist and scientist represent some symbols and just add them up? Or even what is it? So, let me tell you that those are nothing but the chemical equations. Whenever a chemical reaction is represented symbolically, we call it a chemical equation. In fact, it's a skeletal chemical equation. IUPAC and Scarels Committee are international concerned teams who just researches and understands the constituency of a metal. And decides its symbol and position in the periodic table. All these things are just done for the symbolic representation of a chemical reaction. And just for extra knowledge, Jean Bangin in 1615 was the first person to represent a chemical equation in front of the world. So here you might have noticed that I called it a skeletal chemical equation. And if you have read the book, then you may have come across the term called balanced chemical equation. What do we mean by that? So, whenever the number of atoms on the reactant side is equal to that of the product side, then we call it a balanced chemical equation. Okay. to understand this, let's say, if I have 3 notebooks and I give those notebooks to my friend and he adds 2 notebooks, great. So, the total notebook or the total count of the notebook will be 5 notebooks, neither 4 nor 6 in the same way in a skeletal chemical reaction number of atoms of each element is not equal on both sides, the lhs and rhs but the number of atoms on each side is equal in a balanced chemical reaction and in case you don't know what are reactants and products then let me tell you that reactants are the substances which undergoes chemical reaction while Products are the newly formed substances which are in existence because of the chemical reaction. One more fact that bonds are broken down in the reactant side while new bonds are formed in the product side. Great, we have covered a lot foundation of our chapter on which the rest of the great 10 chemistry concepts stand on. Let's summarize it. We learned there are like main three types of changes in nature which are namely physical, chemical and radioactive we addressed all types of changes, we discussed it in detail and then we got to know what are equations. In fact, we studied what are skeletal and balanced chemical equations. And now it's time for our last topic of this episode. If I ask you a question again, how can you practically differentiate between a physical and chemical reaction? For understanding this, we need to see what are the characteristics of a chemical reaction. Like, for example, humans can talk, walk, eat, cry and even get frustrated. These all are nothing but the characteristics of humans. In the same way, we also have the characteristics of chemical reactions because of which we can determine and even differentiate between a chemical reaction. So, characteristic number one, change in color. Now, here what do I mean is let's say I have just added iron and copper sulfate. After the reaction, we get ferrous sulfate and copper metal. Here, the copper sulfate in the reactant side is blue in color. In fact, it is azure, which is the shade of blue. And the ferrous sulfate, which we got in the product side, is green in color. So, here we observe that the reactant was blue, while the product is green in color. So, here, this change in color took place because of the chemical reaction. Therefore, we say that change in color is one of the characteristics of of the chemical reaction. Okay, now we have a characteristic number two, that is change in temperature. If I say we have calcium oxide and water, and let's just add them up, we'll address that there is formation of slake lime, that is nothing but calcium hydroxide, and there is also change in the temperature of the reactant and product. The reactants of CaO and H2O were comparatively moderate in temperature while the product of CaOH by 2 has exerted heat. Hence, change in temperature from moderate to hot. That is the reason we say that change in temperature is also one of the characteristics of chemical reactions. Now, our characteristic number 3, change in state of matter. Now, change in state of matter is itself one of the most remarkable property of physical reactions, but it is also the characteristic of chemical reactions. For understanding, let's have a simple example of water. Do you know scientific name of water is hydrate? So, when we combine hydrogen gas and oxygen gas, we get water. But what is the state of hydrogen and oxygen? Yes, it is gas. But what is the state of water? It's liquid. Here we see that there is change in state of matter. Hence, we conclude that change in state of matter is also one of the characteristic of chemical reactions. Again, reviving our basics, there are three states of matter, namely solid, liquid and gas. But with concerned with this chapter, we have mainly five states of matter and that are solid, liquid, gases, aqueous and precipitate. You know the exact meaning of solid, liquid and gases. But aqueous is a state of matter where the solvent is water or liquid which means that there are some other states combined as solutes in the solution and we will discuss about what is precipitate very soon. So now it's time for our characteristic number 4. Evolution of gas. First of all, evolution means liberation or exertion and it can be easily seen that evolution of gas is mentioned. So it is nothing but the release of gas while in the formation of product in the reaction. Let's say I have added zinc and sulfuric acid and I'll get the product as zinc sulfate and hydrogen gas. As while discussing the characteristic of change in state of matter, I told you that hydrogen is naturally in gaseous form and here also hydrogen is released, which is nothing but a gas. That's the reason we say evolution of gas is also one of the characteristic of chemical reactions. And now it's time for the last characteristic of the chemical reactions which is not shared in INCRT textbook. Formation of precipitate. Now, here the word precipitate is used. Precipitate is nothing but an insoluble salt which is formed during and because of the chemical reaction. Hence, it is clear that there is a kind of formation of insoluble salt. Again, let's have a very simple example. When I just add lead nitrate and potassium iodide, I get lead iodide and potassium nitrate. And if you'll observe the last term that we have potassium nitrate it is a yellow colored crystallized precipitate and that's the reason we say that formation of precipitate is also one of the characteristic of chemical reactions Hush! that's all for today we explored a lot of things from the basics till the characteristics i really think that whatever we discussed was crystal clear for all We did went through the exact concepts but we rest with the examples and that is what you have to explore on your own and let me know in the comment section or in my Instagram handle. So yes we are done with today. Let's meet in our next episode where we'll discuss about the types of chemical reactions. Till then take care over and out.